0: If you haven't heard of augmented reality before, you've probably heard it by now. That's the technology behind the worldwide Pokemon Go craze. Augmented reality has both similarities and differences to virtual reality. Special education professor Don McMahon tells us what the difference is. So why would a special education professor talk with us about augmented reality? How did he become a cutting-edge researcher in that field? He'll explain how augmented reality is being used in the college's assistive technology lab and how that lab is helping increase opportunity and equity for students, especially those with disabilities. Education news and research, it's Education Eclipse from Washington State University. Back here on Education Eclipse, my name is Brandon Chapman and I'm joined by my friend Don McMahon, he's an assistant professor of special education. Here at Washington State University's College of Education. We're really happy to have Don here, all the way from across the other side of the country. That's right, he's from South Carolina originally, but he's got Rocky Top in his blood because he went to school at Tennessee. You spent quite a bit of time there, Don. Just kind of briefly tell us sort of what took you to Tennessee, what you've been doing since then until coming out here last year.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I went to Tennessee to get my undergraduate degree, and after working in The summer camp world in north carolina for a while and doing some outdoor education work i realized my mom was right and i was supposed to become a teacher (laughs) Uh, so i went back and got my teaching license in knoxville and became a special education teacher uh, for about nine years and then realized i was really enjoying the education research side of things and decided it was time to get a phd and got my phd in special education and really got into educational research and finding ways to be using technology to help students with disabilities. And,
0: and here you are.
1: I got whisked away to the greatest <laughs> place on earth, Pullman, Washington. Pullman,
0: Washington. That's right. And we can thank your mom, Mama McMahon, for
1: for giving you that sage advice. We're, we're certainly better for it here at the College of Education. I attempted to not listen for many years. It would have been a lot simpler to just pick up my uh, teaching uh, degree the first try through college, but right. my undergrad was in history and film.
0: Was that was that a humbling experience going back and, Mom, you're right,
1: I'm wrong, <laughs> you're it just, smart. It always is. I, I, I've said that so many times to my mom. I don't even know if it affects me anymore. I just <laughs> accept that I am humbled.
0: No doubt. Well, thanks so much for for joining me and, and for being here. As I mentioned, the college is better off for you being here. Um, because you're involved in in this thing, augmented reality, I've, I've read quite a bit about augmented reality. Um, give us a brief overview, if you can, without going too in-depth, because you gotta remember you're talking to me here, so keep it really simple.
1: But what is augmented reality? And is that is that a little bit like virtual reality? Yeah, they're both uh, part of a field called uh, mixed reality. So if you think of reality as a spectrum, over here on the- f-
0: Wait, hold on. I ask you to separate the difference between them. Now you added a third reality. You're supposed to make it simpler for me.
1: <laughs> all right, so I'll take you uh, there. <laughs> think about it like this. You are currently in reality all the way here on the left-hand side of a spectrum. Uh, it is a physical world and that's reality. Okay, even Over. though I'm
0: talking to you and that's like being on cloud nine. Yep. Okay, this all is All the reality. way on the
1: far side of that is virtual reality. I've got on a little set of goggles and I'm in a little complete computer simulation and I'm probably not gonna be walking around or crossing the street because I have on these goggles showing me this virtual world, and if I were to cross the street, I wouldn't be able to see the cars, and you know, I would get hit. Right. AR is... AR meaning augmented reality. Yep. Okay. Um, So augmented reality is a live view of this world, so of reality with just a little bit of digital information overlaid on top of it. Okay. For example, uh, we've seen it in movies for years.
0: Oh, where they're like spinning things in their hands or where uh, the Minority Report. I Minority
1: Report's a classic example, but even some practical technologies that have been out there for a while. Really? Uh, so in Top Gun, when there's that big target around the MiG that right. uh, Maverick's going to shoot down. And okay. it says, Hey, shoot down this MiG. It's right here. Here's the big red target. That's a you know back in the 80s that cost millions of dollars to put into a fighter jet. Now all of our smartphones will do it for us. It just
0: you bringing this up, you you've actually dated yourself. So now we know about how old you are <laughs> with your Top Gun reference. I'm
1: I'm 39 right now. So, yep. Okay. But uh, I think that's kind of what's exciting about AR is you know it went from being this thing that cost millions of dollars. It was uh the coin the term was originally coined by Boeing engineers when they implemented it on the uh, on an assembly line for to sh- show people, hey, put this object here when you're building this engine. Sure. Now we can do that same type of thing, but in educational settings, because the cost has come down so much and our mobile devices are so flexible. So I could create vocabulary words that pop up with a definition right beside the vocabulary word. So if you're a science uh, middle school science student trying to sound out the word pyroclastic cloud for volcanoes, mm-hmm. and you're sitting here going, that's a really big word. I don't know how to say it. The definition could pop up, could say it out loud for you right there. So there are a lot of pretty fun ways that we can start to use this technology. And
0: I, I would love if, you know, I could wear those. Th- now, you wear them, though, on your face, right?
1: So there are a couple of different ways uh, that we can... Uh, that we've done some of our AR work. Uh, most of it right now has been on some type of mobile device like an iPad. Okay. So I'm just going to hold up the iPad and use the camera view and whichever app I'm using to show me, let's say, that vocabulary word or a smartphone to help me navigate independently to a new location. So I look hold up my smartphone if I'm trying to navigate to the grocery store if I'm a student with a disability. and um, I may not be able to find it independently, but if I hold up this live camera view, I can see that there's a little arrow hovering over down the road there saying the grocery store is 0.5 miles away or 200 feet away. And if I look over behind me, I'm not going to see that arrow because it's only going to really kind of work as that heads up display. Kind of the classic examples that we kind of see in science fiction, like Minority Report or things like that that are giving you status updates and lots of information mm-hmm. kind of surrounding in the world. That's in the whole you. world where
0: you're walking, I mean, there's all this. So, so without getting into too much detail, but I, I hear about these things like Google Glass, for example. Does that have augmented reality built into it at all?
1: Yes. So, okay. Google Glass is uh, an example from a couple of years ago of a head-mounted display that would give some... A little digital information over top of a live view of the physical world.
0: I, I just want as I'm walking around wearing augmented reality glasses like that that for me it would be uh, hey 83% chance of foot in mouth disease or <laughs> you know if you go this direction with these people
1: it's even less. Yep. You know? And so there's a a lot of glass, um, smart glasses that are going to start coming out here. There are some that are out already and then I think in the next five to eight years we're going to see an explosion of that. And One of the reasons I got into this field was I thought it would one, had a lot of really practical benefits for my students with disabilities but mm-hmm. uh, also as a researcher you know I think sometimes you have to kind of look at what's going to come next or where am I going to focus my efforts and Uh, One of my mentors did a lot of work, uh, his name was Dr. Uh, David Chiak, and he did a lot of work on something called video modeling, uh, which is a really great instructional practice for students with disabilities. Okay, because I was
0: going to ask, I mean, I could imagine the different scenarios in which augmented reality would help a classroom,
1: but what about those specifically with disabilities? So, I wanted to try to find a niche kind of like that. And I kind of centered on AR for that. And so for my students with disabilities, whether they're working on, let's say, an academic skill or a functional skill, there are a lot of ways that AR can help them. Uh, One of the things that we've worked on is augmented reality for a chain task. So just like when we try to, let's say, fix our washing machine because it's not draining, Mm -hmm. first thing I do is not open up a manual or anything like that. I go pull up a YouTube video of someone showing me what's go- happening with the washing machine. Uh, which, which is awesome. I,
0: I changed my, uh, my brakes, rotors, everything using YouTube.
1: Exactly. <laughs> with some of the tools that we have now, so uh, we, we now have uh, set up to become a Microsoft HoloLens developer, which is one of those types of wearable augmented reality glasses that you were just talking about, being able to walk down the street. I can take that YouTube video and put it right beside the wheel for your car. So when you're working on the brakes, you can just kind of look up and to the left, and that video is going to be playing right where you placed it, virtually uh, as a little digital object, right beside your car. That's awesome. And so that is kind of that minor, you know, the promise of Minority Report and lots of the science fiction that we had a decade ago. Is kind of really starting to be realized with some of the devices that we have now,
0: and and, and then you could also augment reality, augment augmentedly reality, uh, Not sure if that's word. You could even have the <laughs> little space space suits. You know, the science fiction
1: space suits. Just place them over everybody. Uh, th- there's <laughs> the the world is limitless. It really there's uh, some. Pretty exciting things that are going to start happening here in the next uh, decade, I think. So, so
0: with the those with disabilities in the classroom, explain one scenario that you could totally see. Having been a special education teacher, and now doing this research, just give us one real life example of you know little Susie or Johnny or whatever in the classroom, and and where that could help them.
1: Absolutely, uh, one of the You know, regardless of disability area, one of the things that students most frequently struggle with is reading. And there's so many options with augmented reality to provide kind of not very invasive prompts. So with one of our projects that we hope to do in the coming year is to look at ways that we could use some of the cameras on the HoloLens to help students with their reading. And so maybe I could maybe it could be as simple as I hold my finger at a word that I don't that I'm having a hard time reading. And maybe after a certain amount of time, it will just say the word aloud for me. Hmm. That is pretty potentially powerful stuff. I need or that for people could, that I've met
0: and I can't remember their name and you don't want to be like,
1: hey, I could you. just double tap you and your name would pop up. <laughs> That's right. But it could also be a lot more complicated than just saying the word. I could have an entire video pop up like we have with some of our research studies for science vocabulary. So, we taught a group of students with intellectual disabilities uh, to, uh, who were kind of high school, uh, college-age students who were working on a set of relatively hard science vocabulary words like ten, a list of 10 uh, organs and what their functions were and 10 bones of the uh, body and parts of the plant cell and they had to both label them correctly on where they went and define them. And augmented reality really was very intuitive to help them learn how to do that, and they picked it up very, very quickly, and uh, was a, uh, I'd say, kind of a huge success. So I think there's a lot of potential to use this technology. That's awesome. And one of the things that we have going on now is we're trying to organize our efforts a little bit by setting up an assistive technology research and development lab here Don't at WSU. Perfect. And uh, that will give other people an opportunity to kind of come in and see some of the projects that we have going on and hopefully get some more undergraduate students involved in our work here in the College of Education, but also we can, it'll help us be a partner to other groups across the campus, like computer science. We've uh, been trying to work with them f- for a while, trying to find some ways that uh, their work over there can complement our projects and we can uh, complement some of their work. That's great.
0: Any time we can add that collaboration as well. How does this relate to the grand challenges we, we talk
1: about all the time
0: um, you know, at the university?
1: Absolutely. I think uh, we hit three of them pretty well. Um, opportunity for All is obviously the one that we kind of classically uh, find ourselves relating to at the College of Education. But there are also a lot of options for um, things like um, healthy living or I think it's sustaining health and I forgot the exact wording of the grand challenge. So I, I think that's I, it. I might uh, lost my... Uh,
0: advancing opportunity and equity is the one. Sustaining yeah. health is another one. Sustaining and health. And then um, the I think smart what systems would...
1: The smart systems yeah. is the one that I think uh, we're... The AT Lab will kind right. of be uniquely positioned for in the College of Ed because what we're really looking at creating are context-aware prompts for people. So one of the things that would be that really helpful for students with disabilities is for it to know what prompts I'm going to need in what situation. So if you're trying, if we're trying to design something to help someone live independently or transition from high school to independent living having instructions on how to use the washing machine that are permanently a YouTube video explaining each step of the process that is always going to be virtually, and kind of just digitally floating above the washing machine would be a really powerful way of, you know, using paired association and kind of place-based just-in-time learning to support their needs. I don't like that at all. And I'll just
0: tell you because now I can't use the excuse with my wife that I just can't figure out the washing
1: machine. Yeah, because she'd be <laughs> like, just pull up, uh, put on your HoloLens or put on your smart glasses and then, watch the video.
0: Yeah, but then, and she knows I'm good enough with technology. Th- then I can't say, well, I can't understand this HoloLens. So <laughs> so with your assistive technology, um, over, like, like your assistive technology lab, just an overview would be uh, you're going to be doing research and development you're going to be using augmented reality and maybe some virtual reality tools in there my uh Microsoft HoloLens uh for example yeah all of these things are going to be done you know in accordance with trying to realize the completion of you know or or helping us to reach these grand challenges um overcome them and we'll be able to do them in collaboration i mean it sounds perfect to me what a perfect thing that you've got going so it's already like it sounds amazing.
1: I'll remind myself that you said that it seems perfect. When next, you do your next yeah. time, it, you know, the things won't something won't turn on, or yeah. the, the regular challenges of life happen. Well, but there any are some other exciting things. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, I think there are some definitely uh, promising things that happening. We have a virtual reality exercise gaming study happening. So we're going to try to. The overall theme of the lab is to try to cut down on the time that it takes for cutting edge innovations to make their way into practical interventions for students with disabilities. Okay. And That sounds like a whole different podcast, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so, yeah, we, but that's just kind of our broader theme, I would say. Um, and that also allows us to kind of support other exciting things that are happening in the College of Education and the special education program in general. Uh, for example, uh, Dr. Brenda Barrio and I are working to get a post-secondary education program Really? started at the WSU Pullman campus for students with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, possibly some students with autism that uh, weren't, that possibly didn't graduate with a high school diploma, but still need some type of comprehensive transition program.
0: Right, to get them into the workforce. And Absolutely. We,
1: we spoke with
0: uh, Marcus Poppin, you know, a few months ago about how important it is to be able to have people transition to the workforce and uh, be job ready. So that's fantastic. Uh, would you be willing to come, with, uh, uh, come on the podcast with us uh, in the future when that's- when Absolutely, that's yeah.
1: I think uh, yeah. hopefully here in the fall, we'll start to have some exciting news happening with, uh, that project's actually called okay. WSU ROAR for Responsibility, Opportunity, Advocacy, and Respect. And you would have put those in any order but
0: because it made roar yeah right it's very cougar i
1: thought about trying to get my lab spell out pounce but uh (laughs) it just just was too much work so Uh, we decided to go with at lab instead but uh well there you go well thank you uh anything else
0: you want to add don
1: no just thank you for having me and uh thanks for all the support and uh okay be in touch thanks very much we got don mcmahon he he came
0: to us from the Rocky State, but now, now he lives in Eastern Best State. That's right. And uh, we are blessed to have him here at the College of Education. Don, thank you so much. And uh, we will certainly have you on again.
1: All right. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to Education Eclipse, a College of Education podcast from Washington State University.